Hey, listeners, this week, I'm on my best behavior. And I'm Nicole's mom. And this is Mostly Speaking Sentai. Oh, yes, guys. Oh, nope, nope, never mind. I need to be subdued this uh, week because for reasons that you should already understand, I need to be on my best behavior. But I do have some advice to anyone out there saying, hey, I'm going to be hanging out with in-laws for a week. And here's a words to the wise. Probably don't tell them you tried just one little stem for the first time. Hey, I tried mushrooms because their illogical next step, the gateway to that, is heroin. And I, I, I'm confused as you, but I also have some other advice to any in-laws out there. The next path to mushrooms is not heroin. The path to heroin is a life of just agony and unnumbable pain. That's heroin, guys. Oh, man, actually, you want to know what? People, uh, listeners are probably like, yeah, maybe James is going to start doing heroin. I'm kidding. I'm in a good place for once, except the fact that not enough people are going over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod and signing up for that. I need the money, guys, unless you have a way to give me money, i.e. I have services that I can provide for you. You need a podcast edited. I'll do that. You need some music mixed. I'll do that. Do you want to see my penal unit? Absolutely, I'll do that. $100 and I will show you my deedle. Actually, I should probably, based on the faces people are making in this room, I should up that. Actually, we'll gauge this. $500. Nope, still um $1,000. Okay, I don't know what price tag I'll need to put on this for these individuals in the room to be like, you want to know what? Yeah, that's a good life decision, James. If you can make that much by just showing your hoo-ha, two thumbs up to you. You're providing for my daughter. All right, let's throw it over to the guest host today. You've heard of her on some of the shows, I probably seen her in chats if you've been on live streams here and there mainly the darling homebody shopping network she wants to support her daughter not uh the maniac who lives with her just playing a video game from like 2001 and it's like x-men yeah that's pretty cool i guess it is nicole's mom uh hello james Uh, yeah there you go you're a professional now How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing fantastically. You came in town. You, you've been to Chicago to hang out an infinite more times than my own father. That's pretty cool. Well, that's what you say. Yeah, I mean, that is for real. He's been here once and uh, we, we got like dinner. And then he's been here many other times just... Hey, hands off parenting, I guess. He's a hell. No, that's the opposite of a helicopter parent. What? I guess he's a submarine parent because when I come when I come around, he's like, oh, no, we're diving. We're diving. Don't let him see us. The U-boats, baby, the mines. And you get just the opposite with us. Which is good. I just come here and bombard your life. Helicopter parenting. It's good. 
Any future would-be parents or current parents become a helicopter parent. That's what that term is, right? Someone who's just hovering around you. Yeah, that's what that means. Millennials these days are friggin' hoverboard parents, am I right? (laughs) Oh, millennials, I hate them. I am one. And I hate myself, so that falls in line, guys. How much would I need to make portraying my body just like on the internet for you to be like, you want to know what? I'm okay with that. Serious question. We should also introduce our guest today. He might have thoughts on this as well. Would you like to introduce him? I don't know. You go right out. All right, guys. You, that's, you're playing Nicole perfectly because Nicole says the same thing. <laughs> You guys know him from stories sometimes we say on this show. Maybe unengage with Nicolas Cage if we need him not to hear us. Hey, you two should sign up for patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. Maybe we're talking about you behind a paywall. It is Brian. Hey, hey, how you doing, James? I'm doing fantastically. How about you, sir? Oh, wonderful. Loving the life in Chicago for a few days. Uh-huh. It's the windy city. Have you ever seen it? Like the wind? Every time we come here it's windy or raining. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh lives up to its billing. It's one or the other. It's either windy or it's raining. It's like those two things can be independent of each other. <laughs> they can. That's the weather, guys. This is you, you, did you think this would devolve into us just talking about the weather so quickly? Well, you know, you are talking to older people here, so I think that's what they talk about a lot is the weather, you know. Well, let's get on to that previous question. How much would I need to be making just showing my body in the nude for you to be like, you want to know what? I'm proud of Nicole and James. Or just okay with what's... We don't need to go proud. Or let's do both. Okay and then proud. Well, if you had the James Boy Mansion, yeah. then I would say yes. Then that would be that a would sufficient be amount. Yes, be very proud. We don't want the James Boy Mansion because then it's like uh, Hugh Hefner, a little iffy. He's like, I'm going to have sex with this dog. He did that, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Inside sources have said that. Yeah, well, that's possible, I suppose. Anything is possible. Yeah, he was hopped up on Quaaludes for probably a whole decade. Probably most of his life. He's like, I got to get these magazines out. Where's that dog to relieve some stress? Okay, so I need to be a millionaire for you to be proud, but what about just okay? Just what you're doing right now, James, I'm okay with that. I'm still proud of you. Oh, okay. So like if I'm making upwards of $300 a month off from just showing my body... You'd be proud of that. No, the showing yeah. the body thing is that's not, what I'm you know, saying. that's the proud. whole thing. Oh, wait, that's the whole thing? Like, yeah. even if I'm, like I'm showing... Pr- like, I'm proud of you now. Without okay. you showing anybody your body. No, but how much would I need to make for you to be okay with me also showing my body? <laughs> to, to be like, hey, oh, what's... Like, you go to the cabin... Uncle Greg says, hey, what's that Nicole and James up to? You're like, oh, Nicole working on her business, doing some art stuff. James, you know, doing podcasting. And how much would I need to be making for you to be like, I'm fine with telling them. James is just like doing artful nudes on the Internet. Actually, now that you put it like that, I think it would be it would be actually fun to say. Yeah, James is doing good on his podcast and he's showing his wiener for money. I would actually 
be pretty proud to say that right off the bat. So all right. Hell even if yeah. you didn't make, you know, a dollar, that'd be all right. Well, I need you have to say making money. I wouldn't say I'd wouldn't... be bragging about it, but I would be telling people about it just right. because it's a, quite a concept. Actually. You know, at let's say it's ten dollars to get on my OnlyFans. Everyone there is like, who is spending the ten dollars to see James nude? Or hey, this will be the only time we ever see him because he never comes to the cabin. So let's get on his fans only page so we can see him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> James. What's up? You're my common law son-in-law. Yeah. You don't need to show your body, babe. I do. If I need the money, no one's no. going no. over to patreon.com no. forward no. slash MLM pod. No. Guys, there's going to be like a $50 tier once a month. Uh. I'm showing my hoo-ha. <laughs> Everyone on the Discord when I said like, oh, hey, Nicole's mom's going to be on the show, they were saying like, oh, you should ask her, insert this very gross thing. I think this is like me discussing a career, not like, oh, bring up like Nicole's birth. And I'm like, oh, why would I bring that up? That's disgusting. You sick fucks. Get out of the Discord, you three people who support me financially. <laughs> Those are the freaks we attract. So let's get some non-freaks over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. But that's enough of that. We are going to get to know you guys by playing a game. Are you guys cool with that? Sure. All okay. right. It's not sevens. Don't worry about that. We are going to play a game of rank me, mommy. In this game, I will be giving you, I, you don't want to rank your children on how much you love them or how much you like them, but will you rank them on arbitrary bullshit? Honestly, and I have an oath for you before we do this. Do you solemnly swear that you will tell the truth, the swole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you pod, aka podcast? Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a series of which... Oh, what about you, Brian? Oh, definitely, James. All right. He swore to get swole. You guys also said, like, I looked very skinny and that boosted my confidence, but also made me self-conscious, I think, because I had a dream where, like, all that work went away and I, I just got, like, get, gained a bunch of weight. I was like, no! I also had a ghost dream that I'll be discussing on uh, this week's bonus episode, so be on the lookout for that. Oh, no, last week's bonus episode. We're recording things in time. Advance, okay? Fucking deal with it, listeners. Okay. I'm going to ask you a series of which of your children is most likely to do this, and you have to rank them from, like, the most likely, the medium likely, the least likely, out of your three children, Ashley, Joshua, and Nicole. Are you ready to rock? Wait a minute, say that again. They're so let's start. Okay, guys. Yes. It. So rank them most likely to be in a bar fight. If you want to start from least to most or most to least. We'll go most to least. Okay. Nicole. Nicole is most likely. Yep. Yep. I agree and then with that. Josh. Damn. And then Ashley. See, this, the only thing Nicole weighed in on was Nicole is the, or Ashley is the most likely to be in a bar fight. Mm -mm. Okay, all right. No. So you got the hang no, of it? Ashley is the most likely to be drunk. Are you going to ask him the same one? I think he said it, didn't he? Are you in the same? You yeah, agree I agree with, with you. That Nicole would, I, I would say that because if you if you push the wrong button on Nicole yes. and James, you probably do know this, that she can be 
pretty angry. She could be a Almost scrapper. scary angry. She could Not be a enough to punch, though. Oh, yeah. Because she is also hyper aware of, oh, wow, I have shit health insurance. <laughs> and she's and I like, I don't want my knuckles to have to get bandaged at the emergency room. Or I'm like, gotcha. hey, I don't want to go to jail for this. I don't want the extra hassle. Okay, I'll give you that, but. Still, you're going with that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, but you got the hang of the game now? Yep. All right. Most likely to not fully do it, just like attempt to chug a gallon of mayonnaise. See, these these are good questions because it's like, well, I'm really not saying any mean or pleasant things about my children. I would say that would be Josh. Okay, as most likely. With Ashley pushing a close second. All right. Okay. That's what I feel like. Because to me, it was in my mind. I was back and forth a little bit. But yeah, Joshua... You give him a challenge like that. Give him a crazy challenge. He's gonna try to go for it, it. and Ashley would possibly too. But I think Josh just maybe a step ahead of her. And Nicole again, hyper aware of the implications. Don't want to get a belly ache like you said, and I have to go to the emergency room and get mayonnaise pumped out of her stomach, and that's gonna cost a fortune. So she does like mayonnaise, though. She's always putting it on her sandwiches. What freaking nerd does that? Me. Me? Uh, Yeah, uh, everyone does. Okay, next is most likely to join a cult. (laughs) Oh, goodness. (laughs) James, none of them. None of them? But you, like, push come to shove. They're joining a cult. You got to pick one, Michelle. And I got one in my mind. We'll see if you match So, yeah, let's go, Brian. Because you have to pick one. Go with him first. You have to pick one. Go for it. I would say Ashley. Then who's second, who's third? Josh would not join Nicole. I'm no, so sorry. No, I, I, I would have to be Nicole and then Josh, because Josh would definitely not. I don't know. I don't think any Anyone. of them actually would, so you're pushing the, the limits of reality on this one, James, but I would say if you had to rank them, it would be Ashley, Nicole, and then Josh. All right. Okay. Next up is most likely to vote Republican. Nicole laughed very hard at this. She's like, I don't like this. This game's going to fail. And then I said, okay, you got the bar fight, vote Republican. And she's like, okay, yeah, yeah. This is, these are good questions. I hope none of my kids come back at me and me answering all these things. (laughs) They're not going to listen to this. Even Nicole's not going to listen to this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Most likely. And Mm -hmm. I'm just because I, yeah, I probably say Ashley. Okay. Ashley's getting number one on a lot of these. She's adventurous. She likes to dip her toes in things. And Nicole and Josh would be tied because I don't think either one of them would. Okay. Oh, I feel Josh is most likely to not vote. So I feel like he's null and void in this. So push come to shove, You're probably Nicole right. yeah. will be voting. Never going to vote Republican, but at least she's voting. So she might be like, I guess like out of these two candidates slightly less bad for water comp troller that's what they are <laughs> water, water comp trollers right oh, right okay that's a, a thing in government correct i don't know i don't oh know oh my either. god i think my uncle was one once a water comp troller yeah never heard of it wow guys i'm pretty sure it's on your ballots you have circled a thing to be like hey water comp troller i need to go am- <laughs> okay water no, not water.com. Water comp troller definition. 
the Comptroller of Water Rights under the Water Act. So yeah, this is a this is a thing. I don't think that that's a voted in position though. Oh, all right. I'm gonna I'm, guess it's more of a an appointed position. Probably. It might be the city comptroller, and then like there was a lot of water issue shit in Muskegon that was happening at the same time, and that's why I'm conflating the two. But I believe the comptroller my uncle was. It's not like my dad can correct me on this. He doesn't listen. <laughs> but let's get into the next one. Next is win a beauty contest that is equally weighted for looks and talent. So you're not just saying, oh, who's my stereotypically most beautiful child. It's also like you got to incorporate some of those talents they have. I'm weighing out on this. I'm, All right. I'm not. Mm-mm. Brian. All right. Now, that's that's a tough one because they're all good-looking kids, and they all have their own talents. Talking to that mic, you're looking up into sorry, the sky. Sorry, sorry, Because, <laughs> you know, when you look up, you're thinking. So that's kind of a tough one, really. I think they're all equal. In talents, though? Yes, they all got different talents, so they're all equally talented, and they're what? all equally beautiful. Yeah, Ashley can put in a catheter. Josh can chug a gallon of mayonnaise. But Nicole, art baby. Yeah. uh, Beautiful as all hell. Nicole's Mm -hmm. number one. And then like coming in way, way, way far at a second, Josh. Then like right behind him, Ashley. Now you see how James plays this game. I see that. So that's how you have to play it. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) But you're the mom. See? That's not fair, James. We got one last one. Finally, this is the most important one. Which is most likely to have the coolest spouse? Well, since only one of them are married. That doesn't, no, spouse is a partner. Oh, spouse is a spouse. No, yeah. A spouse Spouse is a married. No, it's not. Terms evolve. So, James, if you just, you know... And you and Nicole got no, married, you, right then now, you, sound, you guys could have a spouse. You're coming at it as the same logic a Republican conservative comes out. Like, it's a civil union, not a marriage if they're gay. Like, that's the same kind. Language evolves. Okay, which is the most likely to have the cooler partner? Now that sounds better. Do you it want doesn't. me to answer it that? No, we don't yes. know who that is, Michelle. Who's the coolest partner? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. That's easy. Yeah, and Nicole has the coolest partner. Oh, I would have said Josh with Kayla, then me. (laughs) Kayla's cool. You're not answering the question. We are. Okay, all right. Yeah, it would be you, James. I'm also saying that because Kayla's the most likely out of the partners to listen to this. (laughs) And probably (laughs) most likely out of all the children as well. They are all very cool. Yeah. And I like every one of them. But I'm the coolest, guys. You're the coolest, James. But technically, it's Nicole is the most likely to have the coolest, meaning she attracts cool people. Exactly. I'll agree with that. All right. There you guys go. Now you know these two individuals more. So do you want to get into five, man? Sure. Yeah. That's what we do. We go from one thing right on to the next. So this, oh my God. So sorry. Are you kidding me? Did I not say to (laughs) silent stuff? I didn't. That's on me. But it should be just, is it the door thing again? Uh, It's gone. So sorry. But was it the door thing again? It's the driveway. Okay. Well, I mean, it's still the like eye door. I think those apps do more harm and make you more nervous than just being like, oh yeah, that's my house. I'll leave it to happenstance. 
Except for when you live way out in the country. I live in the big old city. My neighbor upstairs could creep on down and be like, ooh, they're not home. Those dang cats messing with things out there. Talking about creeping on things. Yeah, they're little freakies. Dang. You've seen it. You've you heard an it. alarm system out there. Oh, it would constantly be going out. Out. Off. They're, they're going back and forth. I, guys, don't don't go with these these door dash things. What are they called? They're security systems. Yeah, guys, don't do that because you'll you'll get, oh, no, something's going wrong and you'll pull it up and it's just a bug. And then you're like, oh, thank God. It's constantly making you like little spritz of anxiety throughout the day. And that's not good. It for does you. do that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So just leave it to chance or never leave home like I used to do with Franklin. Then I wouldn't be able to come here and see you. Well, I guess, well, yeah, once a year we'll go to Muskegon. I don't even know if I'll be able to go this year for Christmas because we're doing October and September. We, we might have to fight now. Why? Come to Chicago. No. Yeah. You didn't come home for Christmas. We're not doing Christmas this year. Instead, Halloween. I'm going to fight him. All right, let's do it. It'll be like uh, Kazumi and Fumia in today's episode of Five Man. That's a segue. There you go. So, Five Men, they're teachers. It's school shit. Not really present in this episode, as I've had to say to many guests. But in school, what kind of individual were you? Were you a jock? Did you like to study? Were you bad at it? What were you in school? This is for both of you. Go ahead, Michelle. No, you go ahead, Brian. Mm, I was went to school. My grades were not bad. I played some sports and tell some like this should lead to a story of like, oh man, I played sports and oh my top favorite sports story to tell someone is I was on the football team and I didn't contract CTE. <laughs> well, that's still yet to be seen. That's possible yeah. that it could happen. Still. No, I think by now you're you're probably. You, you don't feel, uh, uh, never mind, this is going to go down a real dark route, and I don't want to. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that could explain a lot. <laughs> I don't that even, could. that also leads down a dark route. <laughs> that could explain a lot, but, you know. Man, he's just been standing in the corner, like, all night. I don't know what he's doing. He hasn't been talking. It's not like he's looking at his phone. Something must be up. And then she says, what are you thinking? I'm like, Nothing. You start talking in reverse, speaking mm -hmm. tongues. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then it's like, this Mum isn't CTE. Mumbling to myself. Right. This is a possession. That could be too. Yeah. Every now and then, if I forget what's happened for the past four hours or something, you know, that could well, happen. What would you rather have? A serious medical issue that it's like, oh, like there's something going on. Like we can't, we know what it is, but there's some complications or just, hey, you're being possessed by a demon. Hmm. I, I almost feel like if I was possessed by a demon, I'd be able to, you know, deal with him. But maybe not. But I just feel like that. So. Dude, demons out there. <laughs> Homeboy just is is saying, laying his cards down, challenging you. I can't do no demon stuff. So. Zuzu <laughs> is coming for you. Oh, man. you're you, Yeah, no demon stuff. Oh, no. Same. I'm out. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. This dude yeah. doesn't give a shit. I know. Demons make you, like, throw up and kill people. Exactly. And throwing up is worse for me than killing people. It is. I agree. Every time I've thrown up, I've always felt better afterwards, so. 
Yeah, but then that sickness is still in you. You're not vomiting the sickness. It's it's in you. No, there's that little demon going right out with the chunks of chicken and whatever else I just had to eat. You're there so he goes. Sick. There you go, biatch. Out. You're done. No. You're gone. Oh, man. If there's any demonologists listening right now, please at mostly or at MSS pod on Twitter. Let me know how wrong he is. I'm very excited for this tweet that will never come because I don't (laughs) think our why would our demographic be demonologists? You never know. You never know, James. You never know. All right. Some, you know, if they're in the spiritual world, you know, they might get a spiritual calling to go to the Catholicism demonologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he exactly. might go to your, you uh, got to do an exorcism podcast website and just be drawn there just because he knows he has to. It felt like you were throwing to me to like fill in the blank. Like, obviously James is going and I'm like, I, I guess I'll fill in. This is the next logical step for a demonologist to do. You go to the Catholicism church. I don't think there's any fr- there's probably freelance demonologists, but I think it's a very small section. Like no one's out doing freelance exorcisms. No, there's no freelance exorcisms. Out I, there. I'm I not going to say again, throwing his cards on the table. Oh, shoot. Uh, the cats are being fed. If you can hear Nicole singing in the background, she's not actually home. It's a pre-recording. So <laughs> how were you in high school, middle school, what have you? I was very, very shy and quiet and kind of geeky. Did that contribute to you hating high school? I hated high school. Okay. So you're very Nicole in that sense. Okay. But Nicole had a thing under her wig to hide. What was your excuse is what I'm saying. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) The late 80s, mid 80s, what was that defined as being a nerd? Like you were into Dungeons and Dragons? No, I'm just saying I was... I didn't say nerd, I said geeky. Okay. Yeah, you geeked out about Dungeons and Dragons and Pong. You're one of those Pong people, weren't you? Okay, I was just very quiet. Okay. How about that? All right. I was very quiet and very shy. Kept to myself. Did you hang out with Jeffrey Willis? I actually knew him. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty see, and now we'll get a bump in listeners because now it's a Actually, true I did crime hang out podcast. With Jeffrey Willis, yes, in high school, hung out with the serial killer. I Isn't did that nice, alleged. Oh, I'm sorry, it, it was alleged, I guess, even though he was convicted. But anyways. I am a Willis truther. Okay, I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> but again, this is now a true crime podcast. We should see a hefty spike in our ratings. Tree crime shit gets Buko's listens. Oh, well, it makes sense. We got to do this Jeffrey Willis podcast. Will you produce it with me? Sure. All right. Hell yeah, guys. What Magic the Gathering does to the soul presented by Marshland Media. It's a it's a lengthy title, but we'll shorten it. That's the working one. Or we'll just call it Willis Truthers. I like that one. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's get into, I guess, like, normally I ask, what's your experience with Power Rangers Super Sentai? Did your children watch Power Rangers? I think they did watch Power Rangers a yeah, mine little watched bit. It. Mine watched it probably more than yours did. I, my guess is either, because your children were in karate, correct? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. My my youngest son is into jujitsu really, really heavy. 
Because so. it, it's either Power Rangers or like three ninjas or like Van Damme movies that get children of the 90s into karate. Yeah, they were in it and they did like the uh, the Ninja Turtles too. So, oh yeah, Ninja Turtles. Know. So they were into that. So I was, I'm a little familiar, you know, only in passing by with Power Rangers. Hunkiest Turtle, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo, Leonardo. Don't know the difference between any of them, so I don't I couldn't either. tell you. Um, one's a computer dude, one's like a party guy, the other just rage-filled, and finally the leader of the group. Hmm. And remember, they're teenagers, but it's fine to say because they're turtles. <laughs> Let's start talking about the episode today. Okay. We're discussing episode 32 of Five Man entitled Gaku Dies. He does. That's pretty nuts. I said to Nicole, I was like, wow, that's the name. This is the one where he dies. And Nicole's like, this is a weird thing to just throw two people not into this series at all into. Initial thoughts. Did you enjoy this? I did. That was a different experience. Yeah. I mean, I had never really watched anything like that. So, like, if you were as young parents forced to watch, because you probably remember children watching stuff that you're like, why the hell do they watch this idiocy? If they would have been having this on, you would have been like, eh, no, or hey. I would have let them watch that. All right. Yeah. I think that's just fine for a kids to watch. Yes. Okay. Yep. But I meant, like, would you have enjoyed watching it as well with them? It would have been tolerable, yes. Yeah, I would have done it at least once or twice. Okay. And if they asked me, I would have continued to do it. Like, hey, Dad, guess what's on? Okay, Your yeah. favorite show, and I would have, okay. <laughs> just, just watch it then. I'm good with that. The only thing that I remember my dad being like, hey, that show, when it's on, I like when it's on is Monster Rancher, and then... Most of the other shows, he's like, hell no, I don't want to watch this and that. Like Digimon, he's like, they digivolve way too much. Like that's so much time spent on that. Get back to the story. And it's like, dad, that's how they're saving on animation budget. They keep reusing the same clip every single episode. Get, become a producer, father. That's what I'm saying. And go over to MLMPod.com or I mean Patreon.com forward slash MLMPod, father, and sign up for the Patreon. You'll hear me talk about you behind a paywall. Do I say nice things? Do I say bad things? It's mainly nice things or neutral things or things I say on here like, hey, how come you don't come to Chicago more often? I'm a petty bitch, guys. Kind of makes me wonder what he talks about us. With you guys, it's all good things. Oh, okay, good. The only like borderline bad thing, it's just me I was like frustrated with was I will bleep this out. And the situation. Oh, yeah. On uh, uh, talking about Beyblade, I was like, uh, I'm upset about this and I will discuss it. I don't know what to say. Yeah. It was a crazy day, James. That's all I can say. It was a crazy day. So crazy you forget, wow, this individual has been in the family I, for such a long I time. I had no part of the... Oh, man. That was not okay. my thing. We have to keep bleeping specifics out, so okay. let's move on from it. So I'm not like, right. oh, yeah, we got to bleep that out, got to bleep that out, right. got to bleep that out. Okay. Okay, let's get into this. It's an episode. It starts out with a birthday on the beach. That's pretty cool kind of beach, like a cliff above a beach. You ever do, do a birthday on a beach, a wedding beach? beach a birthday wedding. on a beach? Yeah. Sure. Ever done it? Would you do it? When When is your birthday? What month? May. May? Okay, that's a good. You're September. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, both are pretty decent, depending on where you are, beach birthdays. I think my fifth birthday was on, on a beach. Whoa! So you're like Gaku. Did a crocodile fuse together with a frog come out and stab you a bunch? Mm, not that I can recall. All right, that's fine. So the, that's our villain today. They've started doing these things where this this dude, this singer guy that we see is named Chivalriel. He started, like, splicing together two monsters, and this is—I don't think this was necessary. You could have just had the frog who can control time keep controlling time for you. If you can control time in various different ways, you're golden. Yeah, you need diamonds— is it a lot of diamonds? It doesn't really seem like that much. He's eating like a fistful of diamonds a day. You can do that, especially if you can control time. You don't need to rob a place. Just stop time, walk into a jewelry store, take all the diamonds, and then unfreeze time. Go to a scientist and be like, hey, uh, you can create cubic zirconiums the, or like specifically just factory science lab made diamonds. Just keep making those. This dude's not going to know. But can he eat those kind of diamonds? Yeah, there's. you can like create diamonds in a lab. Like they're exactly how like the genetic makeup, they are a diamond. But people, because it's like people are idiots. They're like, well, it didn't form in the ground for such a long time. And like a child laborer didn't fish them out of a mine. I don't want that. It's like, no, just buy the... It's 10% of what a real diamond costs. Buy one of those. But they're fake. No, they're real diamonds. Like they are the same exact. Cubic zirconium. No, no, I'm not saying. Cubic zirconiums are different. These, now you can like take a piece of coal and like compress it. Whatever happens when you create a diamond, you can do that in a lab now. Oh, okay. The last I checked. So then maybe he could eat those. Yeah, those he could eat. Okay. Cubic zirconiums might like, eh, it's a, no, I bet it's like rubies and emeralds. Those are his like, eh, it's substance, but I don't want them. And I'll need to eat a little bit more. It's kind of like, do I want this taco or this big ass burrito? Thoughts on. <laughs> I think you, you hit it on the head earlier when you said they can just stop time and get them. So I don't think that. You don't need the acid rain. If you got their power, got his power, you can get diamonds. Anytime you need them. So I don't think that's even an issue. So, Mm -hmm. And if all else fails, like you can't make them in a lab, you can speed up a specific area's time. You make a diamond that way. Yes, it will take energy to do that. But still, I do have a question, though. This man can speed up time. He can freeze time and he can like go back. He can reverse time. If you could have. Control one aspect of time. Would you rather reverse time? Would you rather stop time? Or would you rather speed up time? So if I went back in time, then I could change what's happening? Yes. Oh, I want to do that. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. I think stopping time would be the best. Why? Because then if I'm like, I have a bunch of shit to do today, stop time for a little bit, do all of that, and then restart time and I'm good. Okay, I get to see your point on okay, that. Okay, so James, but... just throwing it out there. So if if you could do that, you could stop time. So would you, and you could continue to do things. If you did this on a regular basis. Would I grow old? Yes. 
I, this like, is, would you be like, all of a sudden, you know, you'd be like 20 years older than Nicole, then that would be kind of creepy. Uh, no, I don't think that's it. That's like clock stoppers rules, guys. Okay, so the, the rules would not apply. So you would you would not get older every time you stop time. No, I don't think so. Okay, all right. Well, then if that was the case, and I can see your point then. Yeah, because then technically, like, if you kept going back in time, uh, yeah, I guess you would still just be the same age. But also, like, people who go forward in time, when they time travel, they don't become older. They just like, hey. But that is, have you ever seen the movie Clock Stoppers? No. I don't remember it. I might have seen bits and pieces of it, but I'm not sure. It was a children's focused movie around the time, like, when your children would have wanted to see it. And that uh, French Stewart, I believe, was the person who made the watch if i'm remembering correctly and when you see him later on he is very old and they're like wait what happened he's like they kept making me stop time to do things and my body kept aging so that is a good question to ask Hmm. also then you could like take shit stop time go in make myself a an impossible whopper eat it walk out restart time yeah it would probably be great for financial uh, gains yeah. if you could if you could do that I think but it could also if you go back in time you could yeah. you could really do well financially because you would know what already happened mm-hmm. and what was going to occur you could go back and you could you know kind of like the lottery yeah right play some numbers and you'd be set and then you won't have to go back in time anymore pretty much or you know you could stop time still though stopping time what yeah how would I financially gain that without just saying oh I'm gonna Take this stuff and sell it on eBay. I don't think there's a, a quick, I guess, like steal a bunch of money from a bank. Sure. That would be the quickest and easiest way to get financially ahead mm-hmm. if you could stop time. Damn. Guys, my goal in life is to stop time <laughs> so I can rob a bank. <laughs> and they won't even know what's going to hit them. Uh, they talk about Gaku. What age do you think he is based on them on Arthur G6, the robot saying you are and I quote in the prime of manhood? I think he's 18. Oh, he's absolutely older than 18. Yeah, he's a teacher. So I, oh, yeah, I, I forgot. They look like they're 18. Now, is he is he the oldest one? He is. So I had to say out of all they all look pretty young. I, I'm going to say, man, 26. Okay. Well, now that you say it that way, I would say 28. All right. I, he's probably around that, like 28, because I, he he was probably like seven when his parents died, and then I think we get a 20 years later flash. Hmm. So he's around that age. Well, he looks really young. Uh, we, we do get when the frog crocodile stops time, and then Chivalria comes in and just, like, you guys don't probably have a frame of reference for this, but it reminds me a lot of, like, a limit break in Final Fantasy where, like, oh, it looks like all the time stops around you, but then Squall comes out with his gun blade and he's like, and then fucking lay someone out with your lion heart. That's truly just for me. You guys have no frame of reference for <laughs> any of the words I just said. He dies, he falls into, I, th- I how I remembered this episode originally was he falls into the ocean and never to be seen again. And then he like, I forgot the time element of this episode, but 
I would have liked it if he just like went into the sea and then he like comes back stronger than ever. That would have been cool. But he gets stabbed like through the chest a bunch of times and we're brought to their base and he's on the operating table and Arthur G6, the greatest leader, the greatest father in all of Sentai. He's like, he's lost too much blood. And then like, they're like slapping their veins saying, take my blood, give him my blood, which is would insinuate, or maybe because everyone wasn't like that, maybe two of the, I hope this is it. They only say two of them because only two of them have compatible blood types, and then the other are like, well, we already know we can't give him blood because it's not a match. I I don't know. That's just doctor shit. I, I just think that, like, they're like, take my blood, you dumb bitch. Like, that's what they're saying to Arthur, and he's like, you will also be dead if I keep taking your blood. Or what they should have also done... They both should have had a, like, cookie and orange juice in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just get, and like, a little donated. sticker and a little sticker oh, says, I gave. No. I gave blood, blood to my drop. brother. Yeah. My brother has my blood. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't look like he was too bloody for all the all that he'd mm-hmm. been through, you know, and had him on the yeah. table. I didn't really notice, like, blood everywhere, you know. Robots clean up quick. Oh, mm. gotcha. I did write down, at this point... Brian immediately knew the plot. He said, oh, well, they're going to have to use the frog to go back in time, but did not know the twist, which is Kazumi. She's like, fuck this. I'm leaving and I'm going to join Zone because I don't want to see any of my other siblings die. You didn't get the twist that like, oh, she's just doing this to backstab to get that guy to go back in time but you knew half of the plot right away and but, i but kudos what, but you. what but was she really did she really go there to did she have that in her mind when she went to be the slave yes because or did she actually feel that bad that she thought she needed to be the slave because she was actually trying to talk the other ones into it at first before she even went there so right? she knew sh- her brothers and sister would not do that. Yeah. That's why she was she was trying to put up this facade. We know she had this intention because she says to this frog croc, says, oh, there's no more diamond chivalry robbed all the places in the area. When we know that she is, in fact, the one's. Who robbed every place and looking so fucking badass. She's on a crotch rocket. She's got a like a semi or I think an automatic pistol with a silencer on it, just shooting up places saying like, oh, because also she's like, I don't care. We're going to go back in time. None of this is going to happen except the fact that they all have the memories. And when they go back in time, Gaku's like, where was I? I was nowhere. Because he was dead. I think this takes place over minimum one day, possibly over three days. Every single day, maybe it's different because population has grown. Currently, the average of deaths per day, just by like natural causes, whatever, is around 3.3 million. That would mean almost 10 million people are like, holy fuck, where was I for some extended period of time? Oh my God, I died. And then you have to live with that of like, oh, there was no heaven. There was no hell. It was just darkness and coldness. Uh, Just nothing existed. Baffling. (laughs) You can look at it like that. I don't think they were thinking about that when they were making the show, though. You know, they were keeping it more simple than that. But you can look at it that way. Definitely pick it apart for sure. When it comes to bringing somebody back to life, that's not usually something that. Mm hmm. 
most things on TV or movies, you know, have to deal with. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's a tough question in your brain. You I just know. loved. Where was I? That was his first sentence after he, they went back in time. Yeah, I guess if you were dead and, you know, according to them, you didn't know what was going on, so. Yeah. Also, he didn't need to go that far back in time. He could have went back in time to, like, when the battle was over, the package was still on the ground. Man, he deserved to to get yeeted into space. Uh, when Chivalria goes back to their base, which I think is real cool, but he, he does a very mean thing to their custodial staff. He's like, Gaku, five red is dead, then thwips the blood from his sword onto the wall. And it's like, dude, like someone has to clean that asshole. Go poorly sing somewhere else, man. They're on a yacht and Toei must, the company that makes this must own this yacht because it is in multiple series of Sentai just for like an episode. I'm like, they they own this boat, don't they? Because there's also a an amusement park they always go to in multiple series. And I'm like, they have to own this amusement park. Or they pay to use it, one or the other. Or have a partnership with it. Yeah. The amusement park I could see, but like, how would you have a partnership with a yacht? Mm, maybe you own it with somebody else too. Yeah. I don't know. And you guys share it. I don't know. I don't see that happening though. Own Them owning the yacht or? Yeah. No, them being in a partnership. Okay. I, I Guys. Let's get Marshland Media partnership with not a yacht company, not a yacht club, just one single yacht. Perfect. A yeah. mini yacht I'll be glad I'd with. I'd be good with that. Yeah, you can bring it up to Six Lakes yeah. and we can go floating. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, an entire yacht. <laughs> it might yep. It might fit in the lake, maybe. Okay. You'd be talk of the... Yeah, you'd be talking about town. It. Yeah, that would be funny. Really isn't a town. No, you'd be the scream of the town of like, <laughs> hey, fucking asshole, why did you do this? Get this out of here. You, I knew can. That, you knew this was wrong because you did it in the middle of the night. <laughs> that you dropped this whole ass but You've destroyed wildlife. The marine life, it's done. It's gone. Getting chewed up by the props. Yeah. Being flattened by the the boat itself. Well, I don't think we really probably have to worry about that ever. So, so I want to add something, James. You know, we're adults watching. I I would say a kids show. Yes. I think it's mostly for kids, right? You yes. know, and stuff. But I can't help but thinking in my adult mind that when she became the slave, yeah. Uh, and how that's prefaced. So is... I'm just gonna leave it at that, and I'll let you take over from there. So because I know your mind, so. Uh, so I the she is scantily clad, but is in like a mesh uh, like blouse. So you can like kind of see the scantily cladness of it. It's not full on Jabba the Hutt, Princess Leia style, but it starts with him saying like, oh, you you would be fine living, but you'd be our slave. Correct. And she's like, yes. And he says chivalry says, oh, well, I think we can make use of your beautiful face at least until it wears off. And it's like, oh, sir. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? And then he straps a bomb around her neck. Yeah, so, you know, just throwing it out there that, you know, as an adult watching this, even though they did, you know, they kept it rated G and all that stuff. I would say PG, not G. Okay, PG, you know. Rated G is like So uh, it Disney. wasn't showing the scene, wasn't showing the whole time she was a slave. So when, she, when it wasn't showing... Her being a slave, what was she really doing? 
I don't know, to, to, I mean, manipulating the situation. There is five, or not five, man, Car Ranger is a different series that we've handled. There's someone named Zonetta on there who is, like, scantily clad and is like, oh, vu guys. Which we, we've talked about many, many, many times on the show, Nicole and I. Uh, speaking of that, like, the set of his room, the Frog Crocs, when, like, these slave scenes, beautifully lit or like you know science fictionly beautifully lit and just an amazing set i loved it i guess the the last note i have is the birthday gift all along that they gave him was an explosive jack in the box yeah gag gift i guess and he like falls back and he goes i'm dead you've killed me yet again i'm dead but then they're like no look up in the sky and it's like a five of five red puppet uh, plush just like uh, in a cool parachute drifting down with a congratulations, Gaku. Not really a cool gift. Like if you got that, would you be excited? No, I thought it was stupid. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't want something like that. No, a whoopee cushion. OK, something like that. Not really. You know, what was up with the first gift? It was a hand. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember that. Wasn't it a hand with a flower or something yeah, in it? Yeah, what was up with that? Oh, wait, I think that was, no, no, because I was like, oh, that was just someone underneath, like, opening it for them, and it was a hand, but I have no idea. No, that was messed up. They're goofy. Uh, it's not a real hand. It's a prop hand. Mm. They're also scientists. They created this huge, giant robot. I'm pretty sure they can make a lifelike hand. And if they're in their late 20s and teachers, why would they even get gifts like that? Because they're goofs. Okay. And it, there is a scope of the youngest would, the twins are probably 21, 22. All right. Because they were like newborns when their parents died. So yeah, they're probably 21, 22. They can drink, so 21. Well, that's it. That's the episode, guys, of Five Man. So the last thing I ask is each of them use the subject they teach to help fight the zone. You got like a math teacher, language teacher, music, etc. If you were a five man on their team, also a teacher, what subject would you teach and what how would that subject influence your special move while fighting the zone? Well, if I was in my 20s, then I would say it would be I would, you know, be like a athletic teacher. Okay. Or a coach or something like that. So, I like the coach angle. Yeah. So then I would, I feel like I, then I would be able to teach them some smooth things to be able to do, you know, moves or whatever, or mm -hmm. be able to do those. But now that I'm not in my 20s, I don't you know. You can still be a coach in your... Yeah, yeah. So look yeah. at fucking But I wouldn't the, be able to do it myself. Goddamn millionaire coaches for college football. <laughs> those are old ass bitches. <laughs> I told Michelle a while back, I said, you know, back when I went to college, I really was thinking I was going to be this or that. I said, but I really wished I would have been a coach Yeah, because back then it wasn't as lucrative as it is now, but oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. But oh well, that didn't happen. So I'm just a sheet metal worker and that's what I am and that's it. Hey, never give up on that dream of being a millionaire coach. <laughs> right. You never know, you right? Never know. I always say, that's one thing I always say, you know, you never know. You look never at, know. Look at uh, that. going to throw at you. What was that? The rookie. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, don't throw that fast. And he throws it in his real fast, but he's past his prime. No, he's still in his prime. Yeah. Like I said, you never know. 
you go past a classroom and you see the like playboard and you're like, that's not right. Scritch off that. Do that, that. Then you start walking away. The coach comes in. And he's like, oh my, who, which one of you changed this? And you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's just like, this would have worked better. And they're like, you solved my issue. We're going to be number one. You're not a coach, but you're on the bench of being a coach. I don't know what that would be. Uh, the on the bench equivalent of being a coach, but that's probably like, I don't know, 60 grand a season. Yeah. You never know. Give it all up to be what college would you want to uh, coach for? It's funny. My boys ask me the question, and they've asked it, asked me the question many times. If you were going to coach, Dad, what would you? Who would you want to coach for? And I think they are thinking of high school teams or whatever. But for a college, I would want to coach for a like like the worst one. That's what I would want to do. I don't want. I would want to coach for the worst college that has the worst record. That I feel like I would be able to help them out. I'm I'm googling uh, the worst college NCAA <laughs> worst record. What about you though? If I was gonna be a teacher, yeah, I like biology, so it'd probably have to be something like that. Okay, and then how would biology inform your like? Maybe you you pull out a microscope, and when you look into it and see the the monster in the microscope, and you look back, they've become tiny. Okay. And then you can just like punch them real quick. But hey, that one punch makes them grow big again. But it you punch their entire being and now they're 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 hurt real bad. That's a good okay, special maneuver. There you go. That's yeah, you what can I would do, do some things. You could have like your fingernails shoot out and they're all sharp and stick right in their eyeballs, or sure. like your hair could be like really stiff and shoot out like porcupine needles and man, you could do all kinds of stuff with that. The Memphis Tigers. Memphis Tigers. There you go. Ben. Looks to be they have the all-time worst record of 438 481 33 over the the years of being in all of these. Over the last 100 years maybe? Yeah. Probably cuz they probably only play 10 or 12 games a year so. And then the Ohio Bobcats is coming in at 24. Oh. Well, there, there you go. go. So then Into you your... answered the question, James. That that would be we're moving to Memphis. I, I would be yeah. I would be interested in if I was going to be able to do that. that or professional. That's what I would be more interested in. Or you professional know. team would be the Lions for you, babe. For sure, you know that. But they're not the worst anymore, are they? Well, they only won three games last year. So, but they do have a new coach that started last year, and the players really like him. So, we're going to see what happens. I he always says have hope this every year. I say it every year. But, but w- weren't they on like a winning streak a few years ago? No. Yeah, they won like nine games a few years ago and almost made the playoffs, but not quite. That's see, that's good. But you know, but, which means you can't coach them. You need something even worse. You need a James, consistent... James, they only won three games last year. I could coach for that. Did anyone do a zero? The Lions did about 10 years ago or 12 years ago. They were 0-16. The only team in the NFL to ever go 0-16. Oh, wait, they are? They're the only team in wow. the NFL in the history of the NFL to go 0-16. We're number one at something, guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. Hell yeah. Well, that's an episode. That's it. All right. Do you guys have anything to plug? Anything to promote? Yeah, James, I want to promote you. Thank right, you. Michelle? Yes, you are my favorite common law son-in-law ever. Thank you. I'm your only one. So hopefully, you know, this would help you to get like a ton more listeners. I doubt if that's going to be the case, but 
you know, we we had fun with it, and yeah. uh, and uh, it was enjoyable. And even I think Michelle even liked it as shy as she really is about being in the public eye at all. And we t- we talked about Jeffrey Willis a little bit. That should give mm-hmm. us maybe three listeners. Yeah. Oh, man, what if he hears this? Oh, please, Mr. Willis, I hope you have Wi-Fi access in prison. <laughs> it's possible, I suppose. <laughs> All right, guys, head over to MLMPod.com uh, to find out information about other podcasts. Uh, I think starting this week might have been uh, Shuffling the Deck. We became a full-on wrestling podcast called Sweaty Time Pro Wrestling, where Sean and I are going through Indie federations, lesser known ones. We're not doing WWE, WCW, ECW, even though that would kind of be a smaller one. But they were one of the top dogs once, so we're never going to do them. Uh -uh. Unless we do Eastern Championship Wrestling. I think that's what they were before they were extreme. Yeah, we'll go back and do the Eastern before they threw down the gauntlet and said, the NWA isn't shit. Whatever dude said that. I don't remember names, but I it's ingrained in my head on that six frames per second weird editing ECW used to do. It sucks, guys. I, you guys have rose-colored glasses on. If you're like, ECW rocked. Yeah, maybe the content did, but the filming. Ooh, boy. So, yeah, listen to Pro. Uh, we're starting with Lucha Underground. You can find that in the Marshland Media podcast feed. And listen to my music. Got a new single with Howard Kramer coming out called Exploding Load. It's coming to you soon. Date to be determined. Gotta just wait for him to sign off on the cover art. Hoping for September 2nd, though. Then, the most important thing, go over to DarlingHomebody.com and DarlingHomebody Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash DarlingHomebody. Those are Nicole's plugs. You know, it's creepy cute stuff. Deal with it. But, now on to the important thing. Patreon.com forward slash MLMPod, where for $5 a month you get exclusive content, and for $10 a month you get more exclusive content, like straight to Patreon. I believe we're doing Doom Asylum with Lil Cory this month. It's going to be fun. And you get shout-outs on every single free feed podcast, so let's begin with those. Starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z the Waz, Orion, he's a rapper, Defo, D-F-O, Kayla, aka Two Grapes, Jordan B, the Chaos Witch, Joshua Jakis, the aforementioned. Then we also have Steve Barnes of Sweet Child of Time. That's the Wheel of Time podcast I do with him. Oh my God, it's my mother. She's a $10 patron. Father, she's earning more love than you. Fucking get on the Patreon. <laughs> and finally, Lil Corey's BFF and roommate, Shane. I've been James. I'm Nicole's mom. And I'm Nicole's stepdad. And we've been Mostly, Mostly Speaking, Speaking Sentai. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod and sign up today. Oh, yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, I get like bat shit nuts uh, during this like up top and then I'll I'll say like I'll throw to you and then we'll talk a little bit, introduce him and then we'll just go from there. All right. You ready? Wait. We're not getting recorded yet? Oh, no, we're recording. Oh. Yeah. All right, so... Throw, um, throw uh, lots of things to him. Okay, all righty, all righty. <laughs>